BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast, The Daily Show. I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Boy, I sound a little strange. Feel a little strange. My, th- my throat is up. Uh... <coughs> oh, God. I've had some uh, kind of bubbling under of a cold for the last couple of days. And uh, <clears throat> I keep... Uh, so it it sounds weird. And, uh, and, and I, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't feel the best. can feel... Like, well, you can hear it. You can hear the, uh, it sounds like I smoked like a lot of cigarettes before I started this, if that's even a thing. But uh, welcome in. In fact, health has a lot to do with today's show. Excuse me. <coughs> oh, God. <clears throat> oh, my God. Um, <clears throat> aha. Another, another negative COVID test. For your old pal, Eric Zane. That is now three. Three negative COVID tests. For your old pal, Eric Zane. But as the week wore on. uh, My brother-in-law, the NFK, approached me and he says, my throat hurts. I said, okay. Now, I had just finished up having this sore throat. No big deal. Okay. Now, and I had already tested negative. I said, okay. All right. And uh, he goes, uh, you know, I don't know if he says, I don't know if I should go see your dad. And I go, yeah, yeah, uh, that's totally cool. Totally cool. And then uh, the next day he starts coughing. So, um, we get to yesterday, Thanksgiving. Now, he's staying home. So, he'll be home alone with the dogs. I got a couple of folks coming coming over to take care of the dogs, you know, because uh, him letting the dogs in and out is uh, not in the playbook. But uh, before I leave, I go, hey, I'm going to give you a COVID test. So uh, I get it all ready, and um, he doesn't respond. He didn't say, "Oh, okay." He just, and that's that's rare. Uh, typically, he uh, you'll get something out of him. So uh, I 
set this little, uh, you know, card that you have to, uh, and, and then if you've never taken a COVID test, the uh, home, the home variety, they give you uh, this little thing they call the card that you use to tell you if you have it or not. And then there's a little plastic tube with a s- screw off top. And on top of the screw off top is another little screw off top. You take the big screw off off. And you put this liquid solution that's in this sealed plastic container. You squeeze it into there. Then you take the swabby swab and you put it on the inside of your nose and rotate it a bunch of times, both sides. Then you put it inside of the plastic deal, the solution, and you mix it up, <clears throat> spin it 15 times, like stir it, squeeze the plastic to get any uh, uh, COVID bug sauce off of the swab. Pull it out, throw it away, screw on the uh, big top, take the little top off, which allows you to droppy drop into this spot on the card. And uh, this type of litmus paper or whatever is inside of the card, and you put three drops in there, and then you wait. And if you get two lines, excuse me, you have COVID. If you have one line, you do not tested several times and I have one line and uh, you have to uh, set the card down come back to it in 15 minutes now we are all literally putting our shit into the car to go to my dad's or uh, charity scam mics where everybody's going to be and we all went it was no big deal but um, as I'm we're just getting ready to leave I look at the card well let me back up um Problem number one, when I said, hey, I'm going to give you a COVID test. No response. That's weird. Problem two, um, I go walking up to him to do the swabby swab, and he goes to grab it. I go, I've got it because he, he can't. He can't. Him grabbing on that type of a little bit of dexterity you require to, to hold on to the uh, Q-tip and jam it up your nose and do it appropriately. It's not, doesn't work. Oops, sorry. So that, uh. When I went, I said, I got it. He made this face like, like like I did something wrong to him. Like I just stole his birthday. Now, what I wanted to do was say, what the fuck was that? But I I didn't. I just, I was silent. Uh, So um, I do the thing and I did the solution. I put the solution into the card here. We're getting ready to leave and it's positive. He has COVID. Oh, oh boy. So, uh, <clears throat> and why, while I was doing this, I had my uh, gloves on, like plastic gloves. I always uh, wear gloves when I'm handling him, <laughs> when I'm washing him. So, uh, I go walking back in there. I go, well, it's positive. And I think he was under the impression that that's a good thing. And he goes, oh, okay, cool. I go, no, 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 no. You have COVID. You are COVID positive. And, he, and this, this look on his face. First fear and then rage. And he, he looks like, like I gave it to him. Or like, like I, I, uh, I, I went and bought COVID, sprinkled it on his food, and then he ate it. He's looking at me like I did something wrong. And so um, I go, um, yeah, so uh, just take it easy and uh, 
Just do what you're doing. Sit here, drink some water, watch a football game. And he goes, I'm fine. I'm fine. He like completely like blows his stack. I'm fine. I'm fine. He puts his hands up. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And uh, Diana, she, I could tell she didn't like that. She, what she wanted to say was, what the fuck are you yelling at him for? But she didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I just went, oh, okay. Um, all right. Take it easy. We're uh, heading out the door. Bye-bye. So that was like the strangest uh, reaction ever. So uh, then before we left, I uh, I said to Diana, I go, because she's, Diana's staying at, um, thank God, she's staying over at Jackie's house taking care of their dog. So then I go, I'm, I'm driving over. I go, well, it's real easy. This He just keeps, he stays in that seat. And I, this is perfect because normally I'm constantly cleaning everything he touches on a normal day. And it's just a handful of things he touches. Uh, bathroom door in his bathroom, which I don't go in. Refrigerator uh, handles. Microwave handles. The cabinet that has the salt. And the remote control. There is nothing else that he touches. And he leaves a snail trail behind him everywhere he goes. So this is this is textbook. This is this is ideal. So I just clean everything constantly. So all right. So that's weird. He's got it. I don't. This morning he wakes up, I go, Hey Kevin, how are you, buddy? Hey, Erica. Okay, uh feeling okay? I'm fine. He does it again. So I'm like I think he's frightened to some degree. And uh, I think that he is uh, compensating and and hiding that by doing that. Oh, I'm fine thing. You know what I mean? Um, Question. Uh, Josh says, how, um, how did he get it? He didn't go anywhere. He did. He went to the wedding. We had a super spreader event. So, whichever one of you fuckers had COVID, thanks for coming to the wedding. The the wedding of the century super spreader event. All right. So, that's, uh, that's the breaking news around the household. Kenny blames Kyler for it. Sarah says wasn't me i kept my distance that's not true you were hugging and kissing everybody come on covid's weird because like maureen writes my husband had covid but wouldn't test till he was forced into it uh what is he a rockhead i lived with him all week with no precautions and i didn't get it it's it's weird and then i'm like boy you know So I feel sick. My throat is sore. I'm coughing. I test negative. What is going on? All right. So that's uh, basically how Thanksgiving started for us. For us. Um, so then I'm like, all right, we go. Uh, ex- extended family. We had a second super spreader event at Charity Scam Mike's house. We're looking at uh, probably 
Uh, it's a very uh, modest size home. And we were packed to the gills. Uh, every one of us probably had COVID. Holy shit. It was, you know, uh, COVID be damned at this point. You know, and I, and I, that's the way I, I'm, I'm choosing to live at this point. I will go ahead and get all the shots. In fact, as I told you, I love getting the shots. If I hear I'm do a shot, I'm going to get a shot. And like with a heart on the whole time. <coughs> so um, I'll do that. But and I'll test. But uh, I'm just going to kind of uh, keep doing what I'm, I'm doing. And the reason why I feel comfortable doing that is because of the shots. Because of the shots. Uh, uh, people don't die as much. People don't get as sick. And at least that's what I'm telling myself. You choose to believe what you want to believe. I don't care. Um, on the way there. Okay. If you've ever driven at the, the peak time and we were on the road the absolute peak time for travel, automobile travel. And you're looking at, uh, areas of Michigan that are like, uh, no man's land. These small little towns where no one lives and, but the interstate goes through it and it was like bumper to bumper on the New Jersey turnpike. It was intense how much traffic there was. And I, um, now when I drive, I will be, it is all bumper to bumper, but except for me, um, the car ahead of me is usually about eight to 10 car lengths in front of me. Now imagine this. There's 500 cars and it looks like uh, Talladega. Everything is bumper to nose, bumper to nose, except me. If you did a drone shot over that little swath of traffic, it would be everybody's bumper to bumper, but in front of me is like eight car lengths. No big deal. And Diana says, why do you drive like that? And I'm like, drive like what? With all of that space in between you. I go, do you feel the urge to to do that? To, to, to close that gap? She says, yeah. I go, well, that's wrong. What do you mean? Everybody's go. I go, I'm going the same speed as them. I, all I have is a fucking safe following distance. Now, I don't pride myself as the greatest driver in the world. In fact, a lot of times I can't even back out of my own driveway without crashing into somebody. I have been doing that all of my driving life, smashing into someone behind me. But in this is the critical time this is when you're going the fastest if something bad happens there's a great risk that something terrible could happen to you because you're going fast and the reaction time's less you know it makes sense i go that's appropriate that's what you're supposed to do well not only does she disagree everyone else in the car disagrees come on dad go faster i'm like Look at the cars around us. I'm next to them. We're all going the same fucking speed. The guy behind me doesn't agree either. So I get a guy up on my ass. And then as soon as he gets a break, he cuts off the guy to the left. I'm in the right lane. He's on my ass. He, he cuts the guy off in the left. 
and that, but he doesn't, he doesn't even blink or he just kind of like just, you know, drifts right into it and then he gets right in front of me and when he's barely ahead of me, he yanks the wheel over, gets right in front of me as he's passing me. Holy shit, such a fucking bold move and then he's gone. And then you know what? Okay, hang on a second. Hello, I'm podcasting. Is this an emergency? No, 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 no. I just gotta tell you something. It's kind of, it's something that you need to know. Is it while I'm podcast? I'm actually podcasting right now. Do you want me to put it on pause? It's, it's, it's not like a bad, oh, it isn't a bad thing, but it's like. Okay, hang on. No, 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 it's, it's not a big deal. Oh, it's very similar as you, and I just listened. Hold on a second. Hold, time out, time out, time out. Everything you say is being heard by a lot of people. Do you want me to stop that so that. Yes. Okay. It's a, it's a Okay, hang on. I always get paranoid. Uh, you, you, you two don't go anywhere. You stay put. Oh boy. Uh, intermission, and I'll be right back. Breaking news. Madison's boyfriend just tested positive for COVID. Oh, fucking shit. <laughs> uh, Ash was, it was Madison. Full name Asher, by the way. Great name. Madison and Asher in the back seat. And uh, Diana and Eric in the front. On the way back. Diana's complaining of sore throat. You know. Uh, now now I'm like, oh, great. My dad. Shit. Okay, so there's that. Yeah. No biggie. No biggie. Nothing. Ha. Huh. Diana's complaining of sore throat. I'm like, oh, shit. Here we go. Anyway, um, guy fucking passes me. <clears throat> and uh, then he goes and, and fills in all of that space. He goes as far as he can go, which is the car that was right in front of me. And now he's right in front of me. Uh, so I, I, I let off the gas a little. And I, I'm now that distance again. He has now traveled uh, eight car lengths uh, ahead of me. And that's it. That's how he's going to drive. 
And then what he's going to do then, and it's bumper to bumper, he then proceeds to keep um, uh, uh, cutting in and out, and, and he's getting nowhere fast. And I'm like, why? What? This is what, and then you're, what's going to happen is you're going you're gonna to make that one fatal mistake and uh, and and you're, there's gonna be a rollover accident. Fucking freeway's gonna shut down. People, bodies are gonna go flying out of the thing. Oh my god! But um, no, it was all cool, all good. The food, oh Jesus! Uh, at Charity Scam Mike's house, it, they must have gotten up at, like at the crack of dawn because when I walked in, they okay, and the, he did it right. This is what I was talking about. He had roasted uh, oven turkey. And he had smoker turkey. He did two turkeys. Cajun smoked turkey and regular traditional turkey. He did both. We had the stuffing, macaroni, and cheese. Everybody brought something fantastic. My sister slash stepsister uh, Sue made a homemade cheesecake that looked like it was purchased from a fucking store. You made this? Oh, fantastic. It was, there was so much food that um, I I plated my food, and it was one of those, uh, <clears throat> those like, Chinette type of plates, and it, 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 it was completely weighing it down where I, it was almost like folding, and uh, I, I, I couldn't even fit all of the food onto the plate. I ended up just like putting it on top. It was like a mountain. It was like that scene in fucking Close Encounters when Richard Dreyfuss's character is making the fucking uh, devil's tower out of the mashed potatoes. No one gets that reference. Oh. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then, and then, a Thanksgiving tradition had to unfold. You needed, in order to increase the hunger for the meal, you needed to have that layer of disappointment that only that you can only get from the Lions playing football. And my God, they didn't let down. They didn't let down. And this was a subtle but unique way they did it. And this is what I mean by that. Going into the game... They got a little swagger because they've won three in a row and, you know, and uh, driving there for the first half while the game was going on. I, I didn't listen because I was uh, sticking to my um uh, thing of not paying attention because I get too wound up into the game. And I, I actually took a look at my phone and it said they were down 17, uh, 14 as the second half started. Ah, they're in it. That's good. So I get to the house, charity scan mics, and the game is on. So now I have to watch it. Uh, and uh, they're playing well. I was uh, enjoying that, and then I'm listening to the announcers. Tony Romo is the color commentator, and I think Jim Nance. Yeah, Jim Nance and Tony Romo, and they are like, the Lions are for real. They're act- Romo actually said at one point, Detroit is for real. When DJ Shark, uh, Shark caught that uh, touchdown pass. The Lions are for real. Now, of course, they ended up losing the game, but I still feel like they're a much better team and, and fun to watch. I, I enjoyed that, but you cannot go into a Thanksgiving meal with that type of victory. It needs to stay the same. So, yeah, they're much better. 
And and yes, they're fun to watch. And yes, they gave one of the better teams in the league a fuck. They gave them fits, a run for their money. But are they going to win that game? Fuck no. Come on now. Come on. When the Lions tied it with 23 seconds left, everybody at Charity Scam Mike's was like, well, that's nice for a little bit, but that's going to be it. Ram adds to this. The Lions have cool uniforms. You're not kidding. I like it. I, I like how the NFL does that color rush where same color top and bottom. Uh, the week before, they did the white color rush with accents of blue. Yesterday, the badass gray or silver. Fantastic. And they played pretty damn good, man. Alliance, Alliance give teams headaches, uh, at least lately. They didn't for a period of time, but uh, likely they're going to regress now. So with 23 seconds left, of course, Jake Allen finds Diggs up the middle. And the thing is, as that pass was coming in that uh, Diggs was going to catch, the guy was covered. He had to make a play. And, uh, and the defender, I don't know who it was, was defending it. He had a shot to deflect that ball. Uh, with 23 seconds left in the game, radio voice Linda, uh, her son immediately said too much time left. Absolutely. I would say the appropriate amount of time for the Lions to have a shot that we, after that field goal, that, they, that uh, we wouldn't feel bad would be one second. One second. If it was one second, I'd have felt okay. Two seconds, no. <clears throat> and uh, sure as shit, man. One play. They did one play, and uh, it was they're in field goal range, and then they had uh, two timeouts left. And so then they uh, they ran it once, and then uh, Josh Allen ran it again, got it to the point where a field goal is kind of uh, pretty much a certainty. But even then, the Bills kicker, he kind of was off, and it kind of barely went in. Kenny has tipped me off that uh, Stu was at the game and that there was a fight right in front of him. I, I got to get the uh, lowdown on this. If he's even up. I don't know if Stu is working today. I think I'm going to go to the uh, hospital today and get a special one of those uh, COVID Hello. Happy uh, post-Thanksgiving, Stu McAllister. Oh, man. How are you, Zane? Uh, hey, how about that game? You were there, right? Oh, I, yeah, I was at the game. Holy cow. Uh, Kenny is tipping me off that you witnessed a brawl at the game, Stu. Yeah, two uh, two rows in front of me. A, a dude had to be escorted out by the police, and he did not go willingly. Uh, what, what, what brought that on? I didn't see it, but the uh, the guys be, uh, sitting next to me said the guy who got tossed punched another person in the head. Oh <laughs> yes, was it was it uh, lion on lion crime or lion on bill crime? It was a uh, bills on lions uh, crime, oh. and so the the bills fan had to go. And you know what? I'm okay with it. So was it? Uh, at what point in the game did that happen? B less than like ten minutes left. Oh okay, okay. So, um, first of all, 
that was a hell of a game to see. Oh, as a Lions fan, uh, uh, you guys should be completely mad you didn't win because you should have won. The, the, the Bills were horrible. Now, I only had my eyes on a handful of, of minutes of this game. I saw the Lions in the uh, – I saw, like, the last quarter. They seemed to be able to move the ball at will. Yeah, pretty much. I kind of – Felt that way the whole game, man. It it was uh, it was not what I wanted it to be. I mean, the end result clearly Bills win, but man, Lions are way better than uh, what, I thought they would be. That's this what year. I think. I think that they've somehow improved uh, dramatically in the last three four weeks to a point where they're kind of giving teams that are uh, uh, have many more wins than them giving them headaches. Right. Is that good, though, or is that bad? Because, like, now they're going to have a mediocre draft pick. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's This is – Lions fans need to understand that we can feel – we will feel no better about the next 10 years because of this this year. That That's how this is going to be, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. The, the guys sitting next to me were Lions fans, and they were just like, uh, Lions going to Lion. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, 23 seconds left. I'm surprised the Bills didn't score six touchdowns. <laughs> well, I just kept thinking back to the whole Patrick Mahomes 13 seconds. I'm like, hey, we got 10 more seconds than Patrick did. We got it. I still can't believe that the Bills fucked that up last year. <laughs> oh, dude, it hurts my soul. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, okay, so you saw it. Did you have a pal with you? Yeah, 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 yeah. We went. We had a good time. It was a lot of fun. That was I don't know if that's something I could do by myself to, to go. Yeah. You know? Thank God. But yeah. There's too much weirdness, too many Lions fans who might want to say something to you. So were you uh, dressed up in the Zubaz and the Bills jersey? I had the Bills jerseys. I didn't, I did not bring the uh, Zubaz with me. I should have. There were a ton of Bills fans for sure. It was craziness. Yeah, you know, I uh, they were they were in full force. That is uh, that is impressive, absolutely impressive. They, well, they definitely travel well, and I think definitely it helps that the Bills are playing well this year. It does, and you know, when you think about it, between those two fan bases, the two greasiest, slimiest groups <laughs> of people in one facility, uh, it's it's just shit. It's just, oh, it, yeah. it's, it's like, uh, it's, it's just a horrible, horrible hodgepodge of, of, uh, of fucktards is what it is. <laughs> well, it, it had an awful smell. It, uh, it yeah. smelled of, uh, processed meats and desperation. Yeah. You know, I mean, the hottest chick there, uh, is 20, but she looks like she's 65, <laughs> uh, no teeth. It's just shit. Right. She's a 10 in Detroit, but a two everywhere else. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> two horrible communities. They really are horrible oh, places to live. I, uh, I got to tell you this. When we, when we got to our seats, there was a piece of paper in the, uh, in the cup holder. And uh, we looked at it and we, we won a prize. Like they just randomly put this paper in the cup holder. Yeah. So I, I go to get the prize and clearly I knew it was going to be lying stuff, right? And so, because I got my bill stuff on, the lady gave me the dirtiest of looks. <laughs> she, had, she had no desire to give it. It was a license plate holder. She had zero desire to give oh, it to me. Oh, fucking license. And she just immediately threw it in the grave. She should have just said thanks and broke it in her face. There you go, you dumb bitch. 
Thanks for nothing. <laughs> it was a good time, though, man. Ford Field was great. Lions fans were great. It was a good time. Fuck you. <laughs> Thanks, man. All right, see you. Get out of here. Stu McAllister, holy shit. Fucking asshole. I'm in a stupid Bills. Fuck you, Bills. Yeah, man. That's probably it. That's probably what it's going to be because now they're, uh, um, I mean, the season obviously isn't over. They've played 11 games. They've got four wins, uh, more than I thought they would have this year. Uh, and they, I think they're doing a lot of things right. I'm, uh, I just hope they don't regress and just keep losing. I hope that they, uh, you know, go back to winning right away and, and rattle off a few more. It was, uh, but we all were in the same mindset at Charity Scam Mike's. We're like, of course. Of course. Of course, that's how it unfolded. One of Pooh Bear's awake. Pooh Bear. She should be. Oh, you have reached Diane's cell phone. I- Maybe not. So breaking news. Dropping like flies in the Eric Zancho podcast household. Ah, man. <clears throat> COVID soon spreading to the 100-acre wood. That is a reference to Winnie the Pooh. I get it. Pooh, you know, I see what you did there. Uh-huh. All right. While we were watching that game, everybody, I noticed that my dad was cheering. He watched the game thinking, I go, dad, why are you cheering for the bills? And it, it dawned on me that the bills wearing the white, uh, jerseys with the blue pants and the lions wearing all gray. He thought that the bills were the lions and the lions were the bills. I'm like, oh my God. So sweet. And then he, um, he had a, we had a discussion and I, I told you that he does this with the dementia. He's forgetting that he's told, he realizes that his memory is not so good. And then he'll tell you, Hey, I, I I've noticed that my memory is not so good. Now he's been telling me that for years, but every time he tells me, he tells me it's like, he's breaking the news. He forgets that he's forgotten. Does that make sense? It's a weird type of uh, delete button going on there. And it's incredibly sad. But we loved him up best we can. Um, all right. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I am a little concerned about uh, did the COVID man? It had to have manifested at the um at the wedding and of course my dad was at the wedding so there's that and then ash went with us to my dad's and i'm just hoping that you know just these thoughts run through your head and you find these things out while you're doing the show but weird very very strange okay if you are watching the show on facebook twitter and youtube I'm going to kick you to the curb on this Black Friday. Which, by the way, before I get to this, 
My God. All the world's bad news has stopped for a period of time, for like one day, because the Today Show opened up. They said, top story, top story, travel, Black Friday, and leftovers. They actually said, left today, it's all about leftovers, Black Friday, and traveling. And I'm like, wow, uh, that is rare to have a day off from the horrors that this world brings us for now. If you are watching the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, and you want the rest of it, it appears every day uninterrupted on Twitch. That's the main platform behind this show, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. God, what the fuck? That's twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Uh, or download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live, and you can get the show as it happens. Or download the audio podcast later in the day. Uh, I post it as soon as I get done with this, all the audio on all of the podcasting platforms are on my website, ericzaneshow.com. Okay. Thank you. I'll say goodbye to you now. Um, all right. Oh, here she is. Here's the queen of the forest. Uh, hang on a quick second. <clears throat> Hello. Hello. Uh, did you talk to your um, daughter? Yep. Madison? Yeah. Oh, boy. Boyfriend has COVID. Shucks. And you, and you're, you sound like you're under the weather. Yeah, I have a little cold. Are you sure it's a cold? Well, we'll find out. I don't know if there's a test here at Jenny's, but <laughs> I'll uh, I'll I'll bring one over for you. Okay. I tested again today, negative. Huh. So, I you know it makes me wonder: Did this manifest at the wedding? And if that's the case, all those people that we were with yesterday, th- they were exposed. At the wedding, right? Yeah. Or <clears throat> is it I have it, I'm just testing negative, and I'm giving it to everyone? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Ash has literally no symptoms, though. That's so weird. All right. Well, there we go. I'm just worried about the elderly that we were with yesterday. Yeah. And the baby. Huh? And the baby. Yeah. Have I, do you think I've done anything wrong? No. I feel like I, I, I may have, uh, potentially killed everybody. No, you're fine. I think you're good. What if dozens of those people die? Okay. Then is it my, is it my fault? No. All right. Hey. All right, I love you. Yeah, love you too. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. All right, bye. Josh says, Eric, please don't go to Wayland tonight. Hey, look, you worry about you. I'm getting another test. I am going to go to the hospital and get the test where they jam it up my nose. I will be fine. And if I'm positive, well, then of course I won't go. But if I keep testing negative, I'm going to go. 
Sarah. Acts like she knows shit. No, it's a different COVID, she says. Need I remind you, the NFK just tested positive. Sarah, out of all the people that enjoy this show, I would say that you, when it comes to COVID, are the least informed. Don't forget, you're the one who says, oh, I'm not putting any poison into my body. You're one of those. Come on. Everybody's bossing me around, telling me what the hell I need to do. Uh, let's see. Chris says, oh, good Lord. Josh says, I don't want your cold either. Chris says, as you should. Look, if your beautiful governor hasn't shut down, we're good. Oh, you see, you know what's going on there? Some of that um, freaking uh, 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 Zaniac, former Zaniac mindset is creeping into you. Ryan says, you probably do have it, but you're a pile of health. I don't know about that. And are vaccinated, so it's like a little cold. Kyle says, good thing you are vaccinated. This is like a small cold. Yeah, there you go. All right. Who knows? I might be the end of the family. You know, I hope not. I'm a little concerned. All right. Uh, Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. YouTube brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance. Got a good story for you before I get to the terrible stories. You know what? I don't want to get behind. I don't want to get behind uh, like I, I did last time. So let me just say this. Uh, on the Patreon, I want you to sign up on Patreon. Uh, most weeks you get 11 bonus episodes per week, which Includes five daily bonus shows, the two lost Zane recordings, smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, the insane asylum, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, and now on Saturdays, who are these Zanes? This week is a little wonky because Ben and I were not able to record because of the holiday, but, um, you know, still plenty there. I'll be posting the uh, lost Zane recordings. Uh, a little bit from now. Thank you, Linda. Thank you so much for the donation on the great food giveaway. Thank you to Chris D. I appreciate that. You guys are awesome. As we make our way towards that, a little under one month till the great food giveaway. <clears throat> um, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Thank you so much. Irvine's.com. E-R Vines. That is their website. Not I-R. E-R Vines.com. For Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Uh, get your vehicle repaired if you are in West Michigan there. They work on every make and model of car. About the only thing that they won't work on, Volkswagens. And they want you to nominate a charity for them to give $1,000 to. That's right. If you had to have a charity that is uh, near and dear to you in West Michigan, a local charity... Go to Irvine's Facebook page and leave the info in the comments of their post about this exact thing, this big give back thing they do every single year. Uh, go there and do that. Perfect for the holidays. 
Joe Martinez, A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Thank you. You're the man. I appreciate you. Uh, With the cooling, the heating season here, before you fire that thing up again, for God's sake, get a scheduled tune-up slash cleaning. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. The Kent County Health Department. Their website, accesskent.com slash health. Thank you so much to them for being on board with the show. World AIDS Day right around the corner. I'll be talking with them about that exact thing. Uh, The State of the Union, I guess, when it comes to HIV and AIDS. Uh, December 1, World AIDS Day, Kent County Health Department. Accesskent.com slash health reminds you that uh, if there is any concern that perhaps you need to test don't hesitate. The quicker you get diagnosed, the quicker they can get you started on an appropriate regimen with your physician to help you minimize any uh, type of uh, HIV spreading throughout your system and keep it undetectable with the hodgepodge of drugs and drug cocktails that they have today. It's pretty much a uh, thing you can absolutely live with and have a normal life nowadays. Thank you to the Kent County Health Department. Hey, don't go anywhere. I need a drink of water. My throat is on fire. I am really feeling that now. And I have to pee. So you stay put. I'll be right back. Sorry. Sorry. It took a while. I had to reach out to, uh, I sent texts over to Charity Scam Mike, my stepsister, sister Elizabeth, my stepsister, sister Sue. Yeah, we just uh, introduced everybody to COVID. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm a li- I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a little freaked out. Um I am a little bit freaked out at this. Uh just worried about my dad, you know, my dad and Joanne. Well, and not only dad and Joanne, but uh my sister, stepsister Sue's uh, mother-in-law is there. And uh, she's uh, elderly as well. God. Fuck. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't feel great about that. Um, so we'll see what happens. I do have some good news that I want to get to. And it is. Um, uh, by the way, it is Black Friday. And um, Rick from TC Paintball is having a. Uh, Black Friday sale. And I texted him and I said, Hey, you want to chat today? A little trigger time with Rick from TC Paintball? He goes, It's Black Friday, man. I go, uh, uh, Are you shopping? Are you at, are you at like Kohl's or Target or some shit? No, dude. Uh, he says, I'm uh, I'm having a Black Friday sale at TC Paintball. Everything's on sale, doorbusters. And I'm like, oh, sure. Now, in the back of my mind, I'm like, who the fuck is going to go to the big TC Paintball Black Friday sale? Uh, and he just texted me. He goes, man, they're lined up at the door. Holy shit. 
I have, uh, I think once in my life, I have gone to a Black Friday sale. No, I take it back. I was in a parking lot on Black Friday doing a radio promotion. That's the extent of it. I have never, ever, ever done that. It's just not worth it to me. I, I, I need this day to recover. The fact that you stay up, you, you eat the food, and then at midnight you're in the, some fucking parking lot to save a few bucks. I've, I've, I, you know, I would rather just pay full price. Seriously. It's ridiculous. Okay. So this seven-year-old kid locally, I was so impressed with this. And uh, I don't even think there's anything I can do to destroy this story. Audio check, video check. This kid is a seven-year-old kid. He decided to make his own uh, soda or pop, whatever you call it. I guess it just depends on where you live. So uh, this is this is a local story, but check this out. You call it a Kalamazoo kid is making a name for himself in the beverage industry. Yasmin Ludi shows us how the magic happens. This isn't just your average soda. It's made seven. Look at this kid. Made for kids, by kids, and it's already gaining national attention. So, Bo, what do you say? You want to show us how you make it? Oh, yeah. Bam. This is good soda. Now, let me just say, uh, as I've said many times, when I hear kids talk, I get pissed. Um, I don't know why that is. And it isn't so much when I'm like hanging out with kids at someone's house. But anytime there's a kid on TV, I always make fun of it or attack it or say terrible things. For some reason, I'm charmed by this kid at his precociousness. And he's just fucking awesome. Add real fruit, carbonated, add a little bit of citric acid, a couple drops of monk fruit, and then we can it. And Okay, real fruit. Uh, wait a minute. What did he say? A couple drops of uh, carbonated, a couple drops, a little bit of citric acid, and monk fruit. Good soda. And then we can it. Real fruit, carbonated, add a little bit of citric acid, a couple drops of monk fruit, and then we can it. And it's made. Anybody else, uh, when you see how he, he's canning it like that, that that's how they do that? I had no idea that that's how, how it happens. Made by this guy right here. Take it out of, into the market and then, then we're, we're running out of soda. At- <laughs> he looks at the camera and says, bam, all, all of a sudden we're running out of soda. He's a fucking salesman. And did you see the icy blue eyes on this kid? Seven-year-old kid. In 10 years, 11 years, he's going to be rich and slaying tons of poon. There's no, when you, okay, when you're a kid like that and you've got that type of, uh, uh, those, those icy eyes and he looks like a little man, he's going to grow up into just an absolute dreamboat, handsome devil for the chicks or the dudes. Just seven years old, Bo Blackman spends time after school making soda with his dad, Jared. Since my mom didn't let me drink like Coke or Sprite or anything, I thought I could create one that I could have. 
One night he came downstairs after he got his jammies on and he said, you know, I wanna make a zero sugar soda for me and my friends. See now, that's where this dad is better than me. Because if my kid came downstairs and said, dad, I wanna make a zero sugar soda for me and my friends, I would say, yeah, it's gonna taste like dick. Get the fuck out of here or something like that. But this dad, he engaged him and I love him for that. Is that something you think we could do? Officially launched. Now, is dad a soda maker? Is that what dad does or something like that? Because this, look at all this equipment. Launching the business five months ago. If, yeah, if, see, times have changed. Um, when I was this kid's age and you came up with a grand idea, that's what you would say to the kid. Go to hell. I'm drunk. Uh, go get me my cigarettes or something like that. Uh, but nowadays, the world has changed. And parents, they're like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Let's pour our life savings into it. And then it, it somehow works. Oh, is already making a name for himself in the BevNet Live New Beverage Showdown. We got a call from the the showrunner. He said, what, what's, what's going on with this? I mean, this is a kid here. I don't know. Can we do this? Um, you know, this is primarily alcohol brands. Out of thousands of applicants, Bo made it in the top 12, pushing him on to the semifinals where he will have to pay. Oops his drink we kind of joke inside our family that of course our seven-year-old has a better idea and a better product than we have ever come up with um so we're we're very proud both drinks can be found at factory coffee in downtown kalamazoo the farmer's market and his website it's just a great product because it's giving kids so okay so this guy's selling it at his coffee joint and he's like yeah it's selling out which all kids want, but it doesn't have the sugar or the or the high acidity that you know normal soda has. You see, that's another thing why the world is in a much better place and in better hands than it was when we were young. Okay. Uh, now, not all the world thinks differently, but enough of them that it's. I believe it's it's better. Uh, young people get so much shit, and I give them plenty of shit, but I think the world is in a better place. Because of these young people. Look at this fucker. And this guy, and the dad, or the, uh, the this guy there is like, oh yeah, it's selling out. That's another reason why is because <coughs> the kids know that it's good for them. But when I was that age, we didn't give a shit about whether it was good for us or not. If some, if when I was seven and some kid said, hey, look, I just made this, we'd beat the shit out of them. Okay, that's what we do. Nowadays, kids are different. The owner of Factory Coffee, Dan Kastner, is happy to sell good soda in his coffee shop. He's excited to see where this contest will take the young entrepreneur. We have apple, strawberry, watermelon, grape, and mixed berry. And we will be coming with next next summer we will be coming with two other amazing flavors orange crush and cherry cola <laughs> the kid is a fucking charmer this dude is a winner i love this kid you know and another reason why this kid's great is because most kids would not be comfortable speaking at you know anything more than one word you know uh, he is crushing it. This kid is the full package. He can do it all. I love this kid. And by the way, I don't know if you're going to get a, whoops. I don't know if you're going to get away with calling it orange crush. 
if I'm not mistaken, there is a product and it's called Orange Crush. So you might want to think about changing that one uh, before, you know, big soda uh, brings you to your knees. You know, at the end of the day, this kid, if he catches fire with this product, uh, one of the big companies is going to buy it and he's going to make millions of dollars before he's 10 years old. The national semifinals starting December 5th. So if you're watching from home, wish him luck. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks. Reporting in Kalamazoo, Yasmin Ludi, Fox 17 News. That kid is fucking great. Oh, my God. I love that story so much. Uh sue the kid that's what's gonna happen i don't know why but the kid reminds me of that shriners kid with the bow tie hey kid make a flavored vodka uh kenny insults his speaking i don't know you know that might be the biggest cock statement of the show right now Hey, kid, go work on pronouncing those R's for fuck's sake. What? I don't know. I don't know if I, for some reason, I do not want to jump in on that. I do not want, that's fucking rude, Kenny. You know, for someone who just 48 hours ago was sobbing uncontrollably on the show to then turn around and insult a child. That's rich. That is rich. I, you know, I mean, I don't know if I can, uh, if I can get behind that. You going after the kid, uh, the kid speaking. Sean is too. What a couple of assholes you are. Holy fuck. Man, rough, rough crowd. I just thought, you know what? I thought that that was going to be a story where I would see, man, I love this story. This kid's great. You know, day after Thanksgiving, everybody feels the love. And, and, and now I've got, that is fucking horrible. Maybe I'm losing my touch. Is it me? Am I the one who should I, you know what? Fuck that. I love that kid. And, uh, I think to, okay. And now Kenny is dropping. He is now MRFing that kid. That, uh, means Kenny needs to leave us. Okay. So Kenny is back. Uh, you never know what you're going to get. With Kenny, you never know what you're going to get. You might get sobbing uncontrollably uh, and and being sad or attacking children. So you and Sean can go and eat uh, 600 seconds. That's what you bastards get. And uh, let's see. I think uh, uh, Nick, the electrician, is going to get one too because he dropped the old... Today, Junior, you're out too. And now it's good 
that I, since I, I've uh, doled out 600 seconds. To, now, Kenny, look at Kenny. He's such a fuck. He's going to his other accounts, and I'm block, blocking him on that, too. And what's good about this is I've blocked more than just Kenny. I've blocked several people. So what I've done with that is I won't get the... Uh, <laughs> Everyone else is making fun of them, too. And they didn't get punished. Why did I only get punished? <laughs> I feel like I'm your content, but not your friend. <laughs> fuck that kid. Yeah, fuck that kid. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I can. Uh, I can support any of that. That's all a crock of shit. I'm getting a suggestion uh, from Linda who says, do radio, do devil voice Kenny crying. I, you know, I don't, have we ever done, I know we've done devil voice Maureen. I don't think we've done devil voice Kenny cry. Check, check. That's not devil voice. Check, check. That's not devil voice. Check, check. <laughs> yeah. Corey's attacking the kid, too. Fuck you. Fuck you guys. What the fuck is wrong with you people? You can hear Daisy snoring and Devil snore. Listen. Daisy Devil snore. <laughs> That's fucking great. Hi, man! What the fuck? That kid can suck my dick, motherfucker. That, that kid can go suck Dean's dick. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of being your content. And you, I feel like I'm your content and not your friend. Oh my god, what we gonna do? That's it. I can do I can do no more damage. You got to admit. It is it is weird that you would ruin that kid 2 days after that really annoying oversensitive horse shit you put everybody through. That was It's weird. All right. But Daisy is snoring like a damn machine. Jesus, listen to her. Uh, hang on. Need water. Daisy's been real snorry lately. Okay. Um, check me out on Cameo. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Great fun. Always on Cameo. I uh, appreciate you. Sign up and I will uh, I'll send it your way. So much fun. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Or download the Cameo app. Okay. Uh, hang on a second here. Uh, 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 uh. 
Okay. In business. Uh, while I'm at it, thank you to Bennett Flooring Installation. Online at BennettFlooringInstallation.com. 616-318-0167. If you are in West Michigan and you need flooring installed, have it done professionally with Bennett Flooring Installation. The uh, least expensive way to have flooring professionally installed. Yeah, it's great that you're a DIY guru, uh, but you get one shot, mom spaghetti, when it comes to the flooring. And the last thing you want is to think you're doing great, but you're not. And then you got to start all over. Your wife's there with her arms crossed, tapping her foot. What the fuck? Uh, reach out to Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. They'll come to your house, give you an estimate. So if you're in West Michigan, that's who you want to call. The flooring that I'd like you to install or uh, to purchase, I should say, uh, get it from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. They are on Chicago Drive, <clears throat> damn it, in Granville, Michigan. They're located right behind Little Caesars. Fantastic. Uh, very, very uh, affordable. The most affordable, lowest price in the entire state. They buy flooring by the 53-foot tractor trailer full, unload it. That's Kent's job. Organize that stuff and then sell it to you. You show up with your uh, uh, car, truck, minivan, whatever, and you leave with your flooring for whatever job that you are having Bennett do for you. Uh, purchase the flooring from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Thank you so much to them. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. Get yourself a uh, burger, cold beer, stiff drink. Watch the big game. World Cup today, 2 p.m. I don't. Uh, I, I bring that up. I don't know if Bosco's will be open then. They're usually open for dinner. They have uh, staffing issues like everybody in the restaurant industry. A lot of these mom and pops do. But uh, typically, if they're open, you can watch a big game at Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. So, yeah, 2 p.m. today, <clears throat> World Cup. And uh, it continues today where... Um, like on the Today Show, I was telling you all they were doing was talking about like, oh, yeah, leftovers, travel, Black Friday, and the World Cup. Of course, they're having the World Cup in uh, in uh, Qatar. And typically, this is a summertime event, but it's 150 degrees in the summertime in Qatar. So uh, right now, it's about 75 degrees there. Uh, but um, everybody now has completely forgotten about all of the human rights issues in the country of Qatar and the thousands of dead workers. No one gives a shit. They gave a shit only to drive people to whatever TV network to watch their stupid expose story, where which would do nothing. Um, you know, just uh, ridiculous. Um now, now no one's offended because the game's going on. Sports washing. Uh, U.S. plays England today. I'll actually follow that to some degree. Um, I don't know anything about soccer. All I know is that uh, in that there was a commercial during the Lions game, or maybe it was the Cowboys game, where Peyton Manning and uh, the guy, what's his name? Beckham. David Beckham, is that his name? Used to be a great soccer star. Now he's just a handsome dude with tattoos. Makes money. He was uh, they were doing a commercial, and the commercial was it was like a two minute commercial where the whole world calls it football and the U.S. calls it soccer. And I guess my question is, 
How did the U.S. settle on soccer? Who was the guy that first called it soccer in the U.S.? It had to have started somewhere. Who was the guy that first called it soccer in the U.S.? What's the origin of the American word soccer? This article says blame England. I'll have to get into that one. Interesting. I thought the U.S. was uh, to blame for that because of American football. No. There's more to it than that, so fuck everybody. What do they call it in England? Football? Do they call it soccer? I don't know. Uh, update on the uh, fucking guy who shot up Club Q in Colorado Springs. Um, this fat fuck, this is what his uh, face looks like after the Army veteran ran towards him, sheepdog style, and beat the shit out of him. This just looks like a fucking uh, a lunatic who would do something like this. Okay, he's got that former Zaniac appearance to his face. Um, he has come out and said, yeah, hey, I'm a non-binary. And so at first I was like, wait a minute, what the hell is going on here? Now, that is, uh, I believe, not true, and no one has confirmed that. He said, yeah. His lawyer says, <clears throat> yeah, 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 he's non-binary, and he's used his pronouns, they, them. And uh, I was talking with my daughter, Madison, about that, and because uh, we were talking about this exact thing. And um, she said, yeah, a lot of people are thinking that he's doing that just to be an asshole and to possibly avoid being charged with a hate crime. Um. And then the the dad of this guy is a real a real piece of work. The dad is already like, oh my god, I'm just so so sorry that I let my son down. Uh, that's that's basically what he's been saying. Uh, I I actually have a clip of him, this guy, and the dad is uh, is a former porn star. Check this dude out. This is this this is guy is something else. He's another. Hang on a second. I'm getting an audio check, video check, causing me trouble. This is one of those ones where the ad has to play. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, so, forty-eight year old done. Uh, forty-eight year old dad. Uh, on this story right here, they interviewed him. He lives somewhere in California. Video check. Here we go. About the alleged gunman tonight, including the fact that Anderson Aldrich is not his birth name. Aldrich's father tells CBS 8 his son was born in San Diego and the name on his birth certificate is Nicholas Brink. CBS 8's David Garferson talked with his father today at his home in Sherman Heights. I love my son no matter what. I love my son. Until six months ago, Aaron Brink thought his son had committed suicide. I thought he was dead. I, was, I, I mourned his loss. He says his ex-wife had called him from Colorado in 2016 to tell him their son, Nicholas Brink, had changed his name to Anderson Aldrich 
and then killed himself. Do you have any idea why he changed his name? Yes. His mother told me he changed his name because I was on intervention and I had been a porno actor. You heard correctly, at the time Brink was acting in Los Angeles in porno movies. For six years he thought his son was dead until Aldrich called him out of the blue. Uh, the mom had said he killed himself because he was ashamed of you, but he hadn't. Last year and started arguing with him over the phone. He's pissed off. He pissed off at me. He, don't, he wants to poke at the old man. Fast forward to two days ago. Oh, that guy seems like a fucking mess. Jesus. My God. Oh, Brink got a call from his son's defense attorneys telling him Aldrich was involved in a shooting at an LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado Springs. Brink says he's a Mormon <clears throat> and his first reaction was, why was my son at a gay bar? Hey, oh. Mormons don't do gay. We don't do gay. No oh, God. Mormons don't do gay. We don't do gay. We do porno and probably a lot of drugs. But we don't do gay. I was my son at a gay bar. And the Mormons don't do gay. We don't do gay. There's no gays in the Mormon church. We don't do gay. I ran into Brink while he was unloading appliances at his home in Sherman Heights. When he learned more details of the deadly shooting, he was shocked. There's no excuse for going and killing people. If you're killing people, there's something wrong. This is it's, 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 it's not the answer. This guy, he looks to be like the inspiration for uh, Mickey Rourke's character in The Wrestler. Brink says his son was born here in San Diego at Sharp Mary Birch Hospital in 2000. He and his wife lived in Cardiff by the sea. At if you if you look and act like this guy, ever, he also reminds me, you ever see the movie uh, Sin City, Richard Rodriguez, and uh, I think Quentin Tarantino made it? He, he looks like uh, also Rourke's character in that film. That's, what this, that's enough Mickey Rourke references. I, I, I don't need it. I don't know what the fuck is my problem today. Uh, if you're a guy like this and the police find out that you have a son, that's a red flag. They, they, they should immediately uh, uh, descend upon the household and lock that kid up if that's the dad. At the time, but they soon got divorced. Brink currently works as a mixed martial arts coach he says he taught his son how to fight. I praised him for violent behavior really early. I, say that I, pra I praised him for violent behavior very early. It is in, it's instant and, and you'll get immediate results. But in the wake of the violence at Club Q, Brink is changing his tune. Life is just so uh, fragile and it's valuable. Those people's lives are valuable. You know, I, they're, they're valuable, they're good people probably. You know, it's not, it's not that you kill somebody or, you know, kill. Um, I'm sorry, you know, I let my son down. Oh. At one point in that interview, we informed. Kenny's like, I like the way that guy talks. Fuck that kid. Informed Brink that Colorado does not have the death penalty. He folded his hands in front of him, looked up, and said, Thank God. David, uh, the first reaction of uh, that father when you when he heard about the uh, shooting happening at a gay we want David to say, well, I realized this man is a fucking kook. Bar, um, some anti-gay sentiments there. He did express some anti-gay sentiments very bluntly, and we did not include those comments in our report. 
But I will say once he found out how many people died and how many people were injured, he apologized over and over again to the community. Yeah, I, I didn't actually. Someone sent it to me. Working the holidays Ooh. is part of the job as a first Damn responder. Damn it. Uh, someone had sent that to me, but I didn't, um, uh, you know, actually listen to it. But uh, someone had sent me another clip, like the entirety of that interview. Ooh, <clears throat> Jesus, that is rough. That's the type of guy who would... Uh, who would raise this fucking mass shooter? Um, Maureen says, I hate to tell him, but there are gay Mormons. Loser. Yeah, they're everywhere. The gays are taking over. And I, frankly, I'm happy. That means the world is changing. The world is changing rapidly. I, uh, I was talking about this the other day with somebody. And I was like, I'm telling you, man. When I went to school, if anybody was found out to be gay, they would get the fuck kicked out of them. No, we didn't have, well, at least we didn't think we had any gays, but they were everywhere. I would say half the school was BFing. And no one knew. No, it was all just taboo. No one spoke. But now in school, they have like butt F rooms. You can go into a room and butt F in a school. Ryan says, always unloading appliances, these porn stars. <laughs> Ark says, uh, Nick, the electrician, dudes like half Sin City and Sling Blade. <laughs> a a me marted Hellboy. <laughs> All these references to actors that have that Cro-Magnon face. Uh, actors and character uh, characters in various films. Jesus. <clears throat> Man, that is uh that is incredible. What a piece of work. Jesus. All right. Um another bizarre story. Uh some guy was uh, found guilty of uh, a robbery, I guess. And um while he was in the courtroom, uh, something happens, and uh, all hell kind of broke loose. Check this out. You'll only see on local 10 news chaos in court when a man on trial suddenly drank a cup of bleach. But how did he get a hold of it? Local 10's Rosh Lowe is live in Miami with this exclusive. Rosh. So let's begin. Look at this guy, by the way. He's He's got his hands on his hips, wearing a V-neck sweater. Get back home, Loretta. And uh, he's, he's kind of like in a weird posture when he's doing this report. Tonight with this question, how in the world can this happen? You have somebody who is in custody of Miami-Dade Corrections. You have them at their guilty verdict. And then somehow they are able to get some cup of a chemical, bleach most likely, and not only that, they begin to drink it. What? what? Uh, no problem. Who cares? Happened in a Miami-Dade County courtroom. Jermaine Bell just found guilty of armed robbery, facing life behind bars, and he drinks something from this cup. Spit up. 
the bailiff gets him a, a puke bucket. That's how they're helping the guy. They're getting him a puke bucket. He's been in custody for more than three years fighting the charges. And on verdict day, sifts what his family says was a bleach-type chemical from the cup. No one's helping him, or no one's trying to get him to stop. The extent of their of their assistance is to hold a trash can in front of his face. And he's like, no way, fuck you, this is delicious. And he keeps drinking it. Immediately, he becomes sick. So sick, he's taken out of the courtroom on a stretcher and taken to the hospital. He would survive. They should have given him more. But serious questions. How could this have happened? I see him drinking something that's not right and that his attorneys are letting him drink it, the corrections are letting him drink it, and all of a sudden, I see him collapse. And I'm like, what just happened? Reverend Jerome. A gift just happened. Jerome Starling is a distant relative of Bell and says there needs to be accountability. This should not be happening to people that's in custody at all. Jerome's cousin. Well, uh, yell at him. He fucking drank it. And took the video. She couldn't believe what was happening. How does an inmate get a chemical into a courtroom like this? And then sit there and drink it. His lawyer gave it to him. The judge gave it to him. Here. Hey, if things get bad, knock this back. I was the only one, like, jumped up and tried to get him help. His family wants answers. Very emotional for the whole family. We thought we was going to lose Jermaine that day. There are so many questions about this case at this point, they are unanswered, but it's important to stress, this is not only about this one particular inmate, it's about all the other inmates. Oh no! Security protocols, I can tell you this evening that this entire matter is under investigation both by Miami-Dade Corrections and Miami-Dade Police. For now, we are live outside the Metro Justice Building. This guy's going back to the bar. I'm Rosh Lowe, Local 10 News. Way to go, Rosh. Local10.com. Ah! Your one-stop source. Ay, ay, ay. My God. Uh, Nick, the electrician, says, I was a trustee in the county. All sort of cleaning chemicals available. I believe it. Good soda for all prisoners. Uh-oh. Uh, Kenny says, don't make fun of people. You'll get 600 seconds unless Eric laughs. You know, for a guy who doesn't want to be content, you sure go out of your way to try to be content. Or for a guy who sits there and complains about everything. Oh, my God. Get that kid some of that kid's good soda. Uh, Nick says, also used to listen to Ben and Eric on BBL in there. Oh, well, the good. I'm glad that I am glad that our uh, show was booming in. Entertaining people. I hope. I hope it was entertaining people. Queen of the Forest, could you uh, please bring me a COVID test and some day quill when you get a chance? 
Anonymous person writes, Kenny today, Jesus. Loved devil voice Kenny, though. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> he says, so should I comment or not? You do you. I am not going to get in the way of anything. I love everybody commenting. To me, the comments have been just on point. Everybody has been helping create this show into the hodgepodge of emotion and fun and love that it is. <laughs> now he's dropping fuck yous on people. <laughs> it's not okay. So on any given day, we could get a motherfuck and a tell you can go suck Dean's dick and even more. I mean that these are all the, the great things that make this show go round. And I, I, for one, love all of this. Uh, Sean is going to get another 600 seconds uh, for his referencing that poor child, that lovely child, and calling him Mumble Mouth. The kid is not Mumble Mouth. Candy, Kenny trying to determine who's dogging him on text. He's on the case. He says now, if it wasn't Nut Bull... It's either Amanda or Linda. And then he writes, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying where that's coming from. All I'll tell you is that I'll tell you the state where the origin of it, of it is. Connecticut, where that is coming from. So if any of those people are in Connecticut, then maybe that'll answer your question. I'm just, I'm just the messenger here. I've got no problem with anybody. All right. Um, some other videos I want to share with you. The case of Sarah Boone in uh, in Florida. This is fantastic. Thank you, Stevie, for sending this along. Audio check, video check. So have you heard about this crazy lady yet? If not, let me introduce you to Sarah Boone, 42, from Winter Park, Florida. So in February 2020, Sarah Boone contacted 911 and claimed that her boyfriend had been accidentally locked in a suitcase and she didn't know what happened after they were playing a game of hide and seek. And this was her boyfriend, 42-year-old wow. Jorge Torres Jr., who was actually locked in the suitcase. Now she Look at Jorge's dead black eyes. He claims that they were drinking and playing hide and seek and that this was his choice to be locked in the suitcase. Hide and seek. Here's her initial interview with police. So then it's like... We decided to play hide and seek, right? Okay. So he gets in the suitcase. I fell asleep. When did you do CPR? This morning. When I found it. Before you called? Yes. I tried. I was awake, but I actually got out of the bed at like 1230-ish, whatever. So I came downstairs. Can I keep out and I was like, oh, he's in the suitcase still. What a horrible liar. Look at her face. Now, if that story doesn't sound crazy enough already, there has since been cell phone video that she recorded with her cell phone found here. For everything you've done to me. So. For everything you've done to me. So. F*** you. Sarah. F you. Sarah, I can't breathe, babe. That's on you. Sarah, I can't breathe. <laughs> it's on you. 
Sarah, I can't breathe, babe. That's what I feel like when he's on me. Now, I don't know all the facts about this case yet, but based on this video... On a scale from one to ten, my friend, you're fucked. <laughs> this guy. Can't breathe, babe. On a scale of one to ten, you're fucked. Oh, uh, these two have a history of violence towards each other. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how she got him in the suitcase. Did she say, hey, get in there, let's play a game? I mean, what, what? holy shit, there's so many questions here. This trial is going on uh, right now. Uh, It began actually November 7th. She faces second degree murder in the uh, death of this guy. How? You'd think it'd be first degree. Um, They had beaten the shit out of each other several times. They were just terrible people to each other and just, just awful. But, oh my God. Another video that I'd like to show you. This is taken from a New York deli. Okay, and uh, this lady here is on the counter, and she's throwing random shit. This is this is quick. It's only an eight second video. She's throwing anything she can get her hands on on the people that own or work at the deli, and then this happens. Okay, now if you're watching. You see it. If you're listening, you don't. Uh, but you'll see it in the show notes. Click on the link. She turns around like, I'm done here. And she's still standing on that ledge. And the guy throws like a fucking metal napkin holder at her or some shit. Hits her in the head and she goes down, does a fucking face plant on the floor of this deli. And you hear, get the fuck out of here. One more time. One more time. <laughs> you can hear the other, You can hear the other guy on the phone calling police, giving them, hey, this is where we're at. Come get this crazy bitch. Okay. Black Crows. Uh I think yeah, they're in uh, Melbourne, Australia. I love that this band's back together. On the far right here is uh, Rich Robinson, the guitar player. Uh, I don't think Steve Gorman's on drums anymore. I think he's busy doing his fucking radio show. Chris Robinson, they're getting ready to uh, sing a great song that I love called Stare It Cold. And some dude, you'll see these guys, uh, the um, uh, stage security come running towards Chris, and, and you don't see a fan who's about to try to attack Chris Robinson. They intercept him and then all hell breaks loose okay 
Okay, so now they got the guy off to the side. Rich Robinson says, fuck this. He stops playing power chords. And you, you, you'll you hear the guitar drop out because he's using the guitar as a fucking battle axe. Oh! He, how rock and roll is that? He hit motherfucker with his fender. He hit him right in the neck with the guitar. I was hoping he would have swung it like, you know, Eddard Stark coming down, cutting somebody's head off. But uh, he didn't. He just hit him with the base of it. I would have loved just it actually breaking on the guy's head. Can you imagine if it broke on his head? Yeah! And then, and then Chris Robinson comes over with his microphone. they're yelling at him screaming pointing the finger security's getting him out of there way too small of a venue for the black crows to be played it should be like an 80,000 seat venue what the fuck Seeing all these people makes me anxious. Throw that motherfucker out, right? You get the fuck out of here. Sounds like Kenny's there. That, that's 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 Kenny talking to a child. Yeah, suck Dean's dick. And then they just took it from the top. They just started over, play the song again. Awesome. Love the Black Crows. Uh, all right. Update on the uh, Michigan State football players that were uh, swinging their helmets. <clears throat> um, holy shit. They have uh, thrown the book. At uh, at this guy, man, at these guys, seven Michigan State football players charged in the aftermath of the incident that, you know, they started to uh, uh, beat up the Michigan players. And then the one guy uh, took off his helmet and was, well, he had his helmet in his hand and was bashing Michigan guy with his helmet. Uh, as you saw, Jim Harbaugh leaned into it and said, this is a tragedy that is bigger than 9-11. Uh, he really leaned into it. And, um, you know, whatever. Michigan player didn't do anything wrong as far as we know. I That's up in the air. There was talk about he may have been, like, skipping in. And if, if, a, play, if a Michigan player comes skipping into the tunnel, uh, I think that it's okay at that point to kick his ass because skipping is usually accompanied by some type of uh, trash talking like 
your mother's a whore. We just kicked your ass. Uh, Unless if the guy gets from point A to point B skipping all the time. Um, But there's fucking no way he wasn't saying something terrible to the Michigan State players. Now, uh, uh, Michigan players probably wouldn't do this, but the state players, they will. This is uh, kind of like, uh, you know, uh, a shithead school that gets shithead athletes and shithead administrators and shithead teachers, you know, uh, uh, fucking terrible. And rightfully so, this works out because if guys skipping in from Michigan you and talking shit, you should be allowed to bash him over the head with a helmet. And that's what the guy did. And the other six guys are beating the shit out of the other dude. So there's a couple people that got their asses kicked uh, by these loser Spartan players. Everybody in this, uh, the, the seven guys who are in trouble, they deserve everything they get. And the Michigan players who got beat up, they also are deserving of the beatings that they got. The uh, Washtenaw County Prosecutor's Office on Wednesday announced defensive back Kahari Crump is being charged with... If you have a last name of Clump, Crump... I almost said Clump. I did say Clump. That's the type of guy who would swing a helmet. Hey, who swung the helmet? Let me guess. It's Crump. Uh, charged with one count of felonious assault while six others face misdemeanor charges. I think I saw somewhere um, that the guy who's charging... Make uh, going through with the charges, the prosecutor. Um, has like if you look at his Facebook profile, it says M go blue or something like that on it. <laughs> Probably gonna want to take that down. Uh, linebacker defensive and Jacoby Winman is being charged with assault and battery while linebacker I take. Itavion Tank Brown, defensive backs, Angelo Gross, and Justin White. I love black people names. I love that they say, you know what? I'm just going to take a bunch of letters and throw them together and uh, uh, add an I-O-U-S or an I-O-N at the end of it, and that's your name. I'm going to manufacture a name. That's fantastic. I love it. Or Or the funky spellings. Also, Justin White and defensive ends Brandon Wright and Zion Young are facing one count of aggravated assault. Uh, Those seven were indefinitely suspended by Michigan State following the incidents. The only player who isn't being criminally charged is Malcolm Jones. Michigan State football team spokesman did not immediately return a message seeking comment about the charges issued Wednesday. But what a, what a, uh, how much of a difference a year can make? You know, last year, the Spartans lost two games the whole year. Mel Tucker, everybody was all like about Mel Tucker. And then the school, I think, gave him like $100 million um, to coach the team because of one season. And this year, the team sucks tons of dick. The players are bashing random people uh, who are skipping into the tunnel with their helmets. They suck. 
And uh, yeah, that's it. Your your team's not even going to go to a bowl game this year. What an embarrassment. Still unclear how the incident started, according to this article. We know how the incident started. Michigan guy ran his mouth and got beat up. That's what happened. Unfortunately, there is no crime being committed when you skip into the tunnel and call Spartan players, uh, say that Spartan players' mothers are whores, which I'm just going to go out on a limb and saying that that's what he said. Can you imagine if they find out there's actual audio and video of him just skipping in saying, I love Jesus. I love everybody. What a, what a hard-fought game. I love everybody in this tunnel, even if they are in a Michigan fucking football player. I love everyone. Bam! Probably not, though. Um, coming up on the Patreon today, yet another ridiculous workplace death. We had guy who went into, fell into a um, uh, recycling metal shredder. And uh, like weeks later, they found a chunk. Like the cadaver dogs couldn't even find any remains. And it was one, it was a person who found like a uh, a uh, a piece of of man fat uh, dried like a freaking pork rind underneath the shredder, and that guy his remains are now in a, a cube piece of metal somewhere uh, being transported to some factory somewhere to be recycled. That's what we know. Then there was um, wood chipper guy. That happened. Got sucked into the wood chip. He didn't fall into it. He got sucked into it somehow. Uh, he wound up in the bed of the um, in the back of the dumper with all the, you know, there was all sorts of like uh, wood chips and uh, eye meat and, and tissue on the inside of that truck. Then there was guy last week, T2 death, who fell into the uh, uh, 5,000 gallons of molten iron uh, at the Caterpillar uh, plant where they make the heavy equipment somewhere in Illinois. Uh, This one is right up there. It is as bad as any of those. Um, I will tell you that this is a lady and she was made into food. Like, there's a a chance that you will eat some of her at a Super Bowl party. I am not kidding. No hyperbole whatsoever. And I saw it a couple days ago and I was like, this is sad. This is horrible. But I mean, all I'm just the mouthpiece. I am the messenger. I just deliver the news every day in a timely fashion and only the way I can. The asshole of the day is coming up. Uh, right now, unless I can get uh, another nominee, it's going to be Sean, it's going to be Nick, the electrician, and Kenny. Because th- these three twats um, making fun of that kid who, you know, sometimes kids have uh, a little speech issue and they have to uh, get that taken care of. Uh, my God. 
Kid's only been speaking for a handful of years. Give him a break. When you three make fun of the way that kid speaks, I see jealousy right there. That's what I see. I see you're jealous that that kid with making the soda has more going on and is probably going to pull more tail by the time he's 18 uh, than you will your whole lives. Okay, that's what I see. I see jealousy there. And you ought to be ashamed of yourselves uh, for doing that. Now, I am not above ripping on a child. So I'm not much better. Complete hypocrite. But not this child. This child's fantastic. And you all should be ashamed of yourselves. And I expect the same treatment back to me the next time I make make fun of some kid that I don't like. All right? That's how it goes. Let me help your business. Reach out to me, Eric at EricSaintShow.com. I'll put your name for your goods, your services, whatever you do anywhere in the U.S. If it's a local business, I can do that. If it's a uh, web-based business uh, in different parts of the country, I can help. Hell, around the world. Eric at EricSaintShow.com. The world is a lot closer these days. I'll tell you how it works. Thank you to Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance, 616-914-4070. Thank you. Uh, Frank is the guru behind healthcare.gov, Obamacare. Open enrollment going on till December 15th. There are special enrollment uh, opportunities if you lose your job. You know, suddenly you're without healthcare. But right now is when you enroll. So if you are self-employed, if your employer does not offer insurance and you need insurance for you or your family, or you just recently lost a job or retired, from your radio career because you just felt it was a good time. Like our pal St. Joe Gaslight. Reach out to Frank. He's the healthcare.gov expert and also the social security and uh, Medicare expert. 616-914-4070. His services don't cost you a dime. So reach out to him today. (coughs) Excuse me. Love and TC Paintball Black Friday going on today. TCPaintballGR.com. If uh, you're in the market for something new, fantastic for Christmas, go to TC Paintball today. They are open until, I believe, uh, 5 p.m. Uh, go to their website, TCPaintballGR.com, for more details. Everything is on sale. And comedy in and around West Michigan at FullHouseComedy.com. Any nominations? Um, St. Joe Gassman loves with his fists. I don't know what that means. What are you suggesting there? You know, allegedly is what you got to say. All right. Okay, it's going to be Sean. Uh, it's going to be Kenny, your asshole today, brought to you by TC Paintball. And uh, Nick, not lonely Nick. We're talking about Nick the electrician. The asshole of the day. 
Uno Man 25. Are you new, Uno Man 25? Who are you? Who are you? As always, you can reach out to me anytime, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I appreciate you guys so much. That is going to do it for this episode of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Enjoy the rest of your day. And I appreciate it. Uno Man 25, I want you to send me an email. New people I need to have specific conversations with. 616. Don't do that. Why did I say that? Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Send me an email. I almost gave you my phone. I almost doxed myself. Send me an email at my phone number. A little under the weather. All right, folks, have a good one. Thank you so much.